Something very significant is beginning to accelerate throughout the earth. In many ways, we have prayed for it for decades. God's up to something. The Godhead is up to something. I feel it. <laughs> I feel the synergy of it. I feel wind on it. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I see prophetic words coming together. Somehow, deep in my innermost being, I know it. As we used to say, I know it in my knower. I know it. And today I want to speak into this and reveal some prophetic insight that I, I feel is important for today. Holy Spirit has prophesied to us repeatedly for many years now that a movement and movements, plural, will, will begin to rise in the earth realm. I have seen in vision form a wave of revival like a tsunami type of wave that just kept coming, 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 and building. These movements will merge together in a mighty move of God, the likes of which has never been seen before. It will be a Holy Spirit outpouring that is even greater than Acts chapter 2 for many reasons that I've taught before. First of all, the numbers, uh, only 120. Now there are millions that are candidates for this outpouring. And we are told that it will be not only greater than Acts 2, but that it's going to touch all flesh as the prophet Joel prophesied in Joel 2:28. And of course, the apostle Peter repeated that prophetic word on the day of Pentecost, the first New Testament Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. He said it would come upon all flesh, all races, all people groups, all ages, male and female. Joel 2, 28 through 30, New Living Translation says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. In those days I will pour out my Spirit, even on servants, men and women alike, and I will cause wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Our sons and daughters will prophesy. Prophesy is the Hebrew word neve, and it means to speak God's message under Holy Spirit's influence. Our sons and daughters were going to speak God's message under Holy Spirit influence. It also, neve, means to represent God's plan or His will or His ways in words or in songs. Singing will be a big part of the revival, just as it was in the 1960s and 70s with the Jesus movement that, that I came up through. Uh, singing groups came, they, they mushroomed up everywhere. Carol and I were even in a singing group. 
for a couple of years. Paraclete, we were good. <laughs> but uh, they, the singing groups came up everywhere, and what were they doing? They were singing the Bible, singing God's Word. They, the hippies, they didn't know God's Word, so they see it uh, in the Bible. They just write a song about it. And they were singing songs, and then, of course, it became the contemporary music that we um, mostly use today. Up until that point, it was hymns, but just spontaneous worship started, and they would sing songs from their heart, and they would sing out of the Bible. This will be no different. The Word of God is going to be emphasized. It's going to be sung, and worship, spontaneous worship and prayer will be a, a, a part of it. In, in verse 23 of Joel chapter 2, Joel prophesied that an era of outpourings would come when the former and the latter rains would come at the same time. That's significant. Rain often represents revival or outpourings of the Holy Spirit in the scripture. The springtime rains were the planting rains that grew the seeds when you plant them. The, the, the springtime rain, rains grew the seeds or the seedlings. And then the harvest rains, which were seven times greater than the springtime rains. And the harvest rains ripened the harvests for reaping. Joel prophesied they're going to come. There's coming a time when they're all going to happen at the same time. An era of outpourings seven times greater than Acts chapter 2 will occur, causing what's been prophesied over and over. And I first prophesied it, I believe, eight years ago what's been prophesied as a billion soul harvest will be ripened and reaped. That's an ingathering of souls greater than any other era, and perhaps it is greater than all the kingdom eras put together. The prophet Amos prophesied it this way in Amos 9:13. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reapers, the treaders of grapes, those who sow the seeds. Message Bible reads, God's decree, things are going to happen so fast that your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Uh, everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. The type of revival that we see now happening is, is like this. You can't keep up with it. Well, it's here. Well, no, it's here. No, it's here. Well, it's starting here. Now it's starting somewhere else fast. Fast. It's accelerating. It's, it's spreading quickly. I believe this is referencing a worldwide kingdom revival, and it is the first kingdom revival that has ever been seen. 
It's not going to be like the revivals that we've seen in the past. I praise God for Brownsville. I went and I enjoyed it. And I went to Toronto, praise God for it. But it is not God's plan in this era for us to have to travel thousands of miles to be in revival. No. Remember the prophetic words that we have received time and time and time again. And it was a part of the prophetic word even two weeks ago at the prophetic summit that this revival will be in hundreds of places. So we haven't seen anything yet. What we see happening in some of our colleges, Asbury, Lee University, Cedarville, and 25 or 26 others, is to spread to hundreds of places, way too many for hell to stop. Not just Christian colleges, but also secular colleges. Uh, Harvard, Yale, Princeton. <laughs> Secular colleges also. High schools. Churches, youth groups. Ecclesias in all 50 states and nations of the world. Hell's not going to be able to contain it. That's what God said. Hell won't contain it. It's going to be, it's going to overwhelmingly prevail. It's going to succeed. Now, the prophet Isaiah gives us a great promise that I believe that we need to embrace right now in our times. Isaiah 49, verse 24 through 25, God says this to his people, reading New Living Translation. Who can snatch the plunder of war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant let his captives go? The Lord says, the captives of warriors will be released, and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved, gotten back. Recovered, restored. Remember, Joel prophesied that also in verse 25 of Joel chapter 2. The years, the locust, the palmer worm, the canker worm have eaten away. I'm going to restore. They were grub worms that ate harvest. He was literally saying, I'm going to restore my people's lost harvests. How many harvests have we lost? Millions and millions. And that's why we prophesy a billions coming in. It's going to be recovered. For I will fight those who fight you, and I will save your children. Wow. The Message Bible reads this way. Can plunder be retrieved from a giant? Prisoners of war gotten back from a tyrant? God says, even if a giant grips the plunder and a tyrant holds my people prisoner, I'm the one who's on your side. 
defending your cause, rescuing your children. German Bible reads, Can loot be taken away from mighty men? Or prisoners be freed from conquerors? This is what the Lord says. Prisoners will be freed from mighty men. Loot will be taken away from tyrants. I will fight your enemies and I will save your children. King James Version. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible shall be delivered, for I will contend with him that contends with you, and I will save your children. Wow. There are evil cultural warriors promoting iniquity and perversion. There are some tyrants who have sought to capture our children with confusing lies and distorted ideology. There are some who think they are giants. They just, just, they're too big to stop from indoctrinating our children with demon ideas who are about to find out God's at war with them. God's at war with them. They are about to find out God's engaging the fight. There are some government tyrants who are going to find out they are contending with Almighty God and they can't beat Him. I will contend with those who contend with my people. I will fight those who fight you. I'm on your side. I will defend your cause. I will take the plunder of war away from them. I will deliver those held captive. I will save your children. I will rescue them. The word contend is the Hebrew word rub. And it means to grapple or it means to defend. And it, it literally means to grab someone by the hair of the head. It means to fight with words, to fight physically, legal combat through laws. And rube is sometimes used as the word in the Old Testament scriptures as ambush. It kind of sounds to me like God means business. Perhaps that's why Jesus said in Matthew 18 and verse 6, the Passion Bible, if anyone abuses little children who believe in me, it would be better for them to have a heavy boulder tied around their necks and be hurled into the deepest sea than to face the punishment coming that's deserved. The word save I will save your children. Save is the Hebrew word yeshe. Means to free. Means to avenge. It means to rescue. And it means to save physically 
and soulishly, physically and soulishly. It's very interesting. When I studied this, the Hebrew scholars say Yeshe was, was uh, specifically pointed towards the healing of emotions. Or it, it, was, it, re, it referenced healing for someone's emotional status. The coming generation has been traumatized these past few years. We've been hearing about it. Fears have oppressed them. COVID and ridiculous lockdowns have affected so many of our children to the point that now we're hearing that some of them are suffering with depression and they are on drugs for that. Depression is now plaguing hundreds of thousands of American children. Tyrants toyed with their emotions. Even taking money reserved for them to use it on their own greed. But God says, I'm going to pour out my spirit. I'm going to change things. I'm going to avenge them. And I'm going to heal their emotions. I'm going to heal their souls. Emotions are in the soul. I'm going to hear, heal their souls. I'm going to save them. I'm going to fight those who teach them demon doctrine. I'm going to fight those who lie to them, exploiting their innocence. I'm going to contend with them. Isaiah 49, verse 25, the Amplified Bible says to God's people, and I believe it includes this supernatural era. I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will give safety to your children and ease them. He's going to ease them. We most certainly need to pray and decree this promise. I believe it is a promise that is in its moment. It's in, our, it's, in, it's in the right time. It's in our times now. A week before the prophetic summit, I was praying for the coming generation. I have been burdened for them. Uh, in fact, years ago, I was so burdened for the coming generation that I changed everything from a charismatic model to a kingdom model, an apostolic model. People thought I was crazy, but I saw it wasn't working. Only 6% of our children were serving Christ, full gospel children. And I've been burdened for them. My heart breaks for the coming generation. Praying for I was praying for a change in the mess our government and education system has caused our children to live in. I was praying to reverse the mess nominal woke religion has caused. I was praying to reverse the effects of fatherlessness and passive parenting 
that gave children no moral compass and raised them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Foolishly, they, they said things like, we'll just let them raise themselves and if they choose, if they choose to serve God, fine, but we'll let them grow up and make their own choice. God calls you a fool. You're a fool if you do that and you will lose your inheritance. It will not go well for you. But we saw it happen, especially in nominal churches. Praying to reverse the effects on innocent children from, from drag queens, homosexual perversion, gender confusion, doctrines of devils, and an anti Christ agenda of Baal. Again, this was shortly before the summit. I knew something. I, I also knew as I prayed for him, something else is, is emerging. I knew that a new era of Father's greatness will somehow emerge, and I've been preaching it all year so far. Transformative times will come. Reformation, reformation will come. It was February the 8th, two days before the summit, and uh, I was going out to Caesar Creek Lake to pray, as I, I almost always do that for the summit, and I do it for major events. I like to soak the event in a, in a day of prayer. I go out and just get alone with God all day. And I was preparing to do that. But just before leaving that moment, that morning, I began to feel like I'm missing something with the prophetic. I'm missing something that I'm to prophesy at the summit. I'm missing something. And I begin to think, well, I, I, I won't go to the lake today. I'll, I'll just go tomorrow, which was Thursday. And, and I did go uh, on Thursday. Carol said to me, I thought you said you were ready for the summit. And I said, well, I thought I was. But now I feel there's, there's something I don't have. So I'll just wait and I'll, I'll, go, to the, I'll go to the lake tomorrow to, to pray. I went into my office and I began to quietly just pray. And I said, Holy Spirit, what? Why did you stop me? Because I knew it was him. Why did you stop me? And I simply said, I'm listening. I'm listening. Well, I felt, I, I felt impressed to pray for the coming generation, to pray for Gen Z, uh, age 15 through 25-ish. And so I began to pray for them. And I, I became very emotional. And after praying for just a few moments, really, I heard these words. And they were spoken so emphatically, yet with such love and such compassion, that it caused my spirit to begin to shake inside of me. My spirit began to just vibrate and I began to weep. Tears began to drip down my, my cheek, which is just 
not normal for me. Nothing wrong with it. I just, it's just not me normally. I only told two people the timing of this. I didn't say anything at the summit. I only told Carol and, and my brother Dutch, who was, of course, at the summit when I gave the prophetic download. Because I didn't want to interject myself into something. It, it was holy, it was precious, and I just wanted to pray into it. And I did, many days. But I, I feel that it cannot be a coincidence. And more importantly, I feel it's confirming some things about this season, this era. This prophetic download was given to me between 9.30 and 10.30, February the 8th, Wednesday morning. The Asbury College revival began at 10 o'clock that same Wednesday morning. It began in their chapel service, which started at 10. So the word that I was receiving was given to me at the same exact time that this outpouring began. It was simultaneous. Though I wouldn't hear about the revival breaking out till the next day. I obviously knew Holy Spirit had stopped me to give a confirming word that revival or awakening would now spread through the earth. And I did give that word at the summit that Friday night. That was before any other places were in revival. That point only Asbury. Something God planned is going on. So again, I went into my office and I was praying, Holy Spirit, what? And I began to pray for the coming generation. And I heard these words just a couple of weeks ago. I wrote as fast as I could, not wanting to miss one word. And every word that I wrote had tears dripping down my face. As young Christians sang and worshiped, praised God, in Wilmore, Kentucky, I heard these words in my office. Behold and understand the mysterious wisdom of the Godhead. Destroying the works of the forever loser. See their vision for a new era unfolding. The earth realm has seen the entrance of King Jesus for two millennia at levels and in ways never before seen, never anticipated by the loser and his fallen ones. The king's person and his ministry of redemption, salvation, and grace has been presented in the earth realm. His kingship declared above all powers. Holy Spirit, the comforter, the enabler, the communicator has been presented in the earth realm, filling the airs 
with presence and power of his person. Now see new expressions, new discoveries, new dimensions, greater revelation, and amplified levels of the Father's heart to those made in his image and likeness. Now see the fathering anointing, his fathering anointing released into the earth in glorious measures. Now see the greatness of Father's heart hovering and covering with his person, saying to a fatherless generation, I want you. I will be your father. Uh, you will not be fatherless. You will not be confused. You will not be lost. I will be your father. You will know my love is set upon you. You will not be orphans. You will not be aimless. I will mentor you. My family will welcome you, care for you, embrace you, raise you. You will not be lost. I will take you in. There are rooms in my house for you. There's a seat at my table for you. My fathering nature, my fathering heart will heal you. My hovering presence will realign you. My presence will define you. I will transform you. My heart of love for you will bring clarity to your purpose. You will not be a they or a whatever. You will be a son. You will be a daughter. You will be an heir my heir. I will father you. My family will train you. I will love you to your destiny. I will clear the lies. I will clear the confusion. I will bring your true identity. I heard Holy Spirit say new levels and new expressions of Father's heart will now be presented. And much of it is pointed at the coming generation. And His fathering anointing poured into the earth realm will break the yoke of abandonment. It's breaking. It's breaking. God is going to break it. The hearts of the fathers will turn to the children. Brokenness will be healed. And millions will say, I'm free. I have identity in my father's family. I am loved. Father's greatness surrounds me. I have purpose. I have meaning. The era of transforming shifts will now begin. Father's going to reveal his greatness to the world, but his greatness to the prodigals, his greatness to the coming generation. They're not going to be lost. 
the synergizing triunity of the Godhead in divine oneness is going to answer the challenge of Baal. And earth's harvests are going to be reaped as a generation, a coming generation, will also be found about the Father's business. Our family, God's family, is growing exponentially. Hell can't confine it. It's going to happen so fast, our heads are going to spin. I left time today to open the altar. That's what the kids are doing. They're just coming to the altar and praying, seeking God, worshiping. I have no doubt that he gave this word simultaneously with what was happening as a confirmation, but also as an assignment to me and to this house to steward things and to pray, to make decrees, to protect this from any hijacking. And today, I want to do what they're doing. Here we are, Lord. We present ourselves to you. We're here and we're praying. We're praying for not just these colleges, spread it everywhere, Lord. Pour your spirit out on our sons and daughters. Pour it out on us. There comes a time when you have to set time to seek him. And I felt this morning that's where I should end. Let's begin to seek the Lord. Seek Him from right here. What are you saying, Lord? What are you saying to me? And pray. We must pray. I believe if we pray, we're going to see something that is just unstoppable begin to sweep all over the United States and world. So Rachel, come on. Stand so people can get out. You can pray at your seat. You can pray at these altars. You can pray anywhere you want. But would you please pray? Just seek the Lord. That's what I'm going to do. I was able to attend the Lee revival last week, Monday. Uh, We'd gone down for one of our granddaughter's birthdays. And my son lives there in Cleveland. And that afternoon, me and him went over and sat in the uh, Lee Revival at their chapel. Just pure, holy. What did they do? They were just talking to God. I heard one girl saying, you're my dad, you're my father. And she just kept saying, you're my father, 
He's your father. He's your dad. He wants to pour his spirit out. And so, pray. Seek him. Come to the altar if you want. Come up or wherever you want to be. But let's pray. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come. Come upon Ohio State. Ohio University, Akron, Miami. Pour out your spirit. Come throughout our nation. Come upon Duke University. Come on Kansas. Come upon Michigan, Michigan State, UCLA, USC. Love them to their destiny. Love them to their destiny. Bring them to the seat at your table. Bring forth, bring forth those, Lord, who have lost their way. Heal their heart, heal their souls, heal their emotions, heal the scars. In their minds, feel the scarring. Remove the scar tissue. Embrace them, Father. In your embrace, Lord. Your embrace brings healing. Love them. May the great giftedness you put inside of them come forth. May it grow, blossom, spread the fire everywhere. Spread it, spread it, spread it throughout the state, spread it through the nations, spread it through youth groups, spread it through elementary schools, high schools, Holy Spirit, blow wind on this fire. Blow it till it's out of control. It cannot be contained. Come. Release a worship that resounds through all the earth. Release a purity through the innocent ones that hell has tried to destroy. But you say no. No. I will father them. My family will take care of them. My family will 
raise them. My family will help mentor them. Release the passion that is deep inside of them. Let your healing flow in ways that just blow people's minds, Lord, so fast. What the enemy took years to to use to destroy them. In one embrace, you heal. They're free. Free them, Lord. One touch. One touch from you. You did it for me, Lord. You do it for them. Touch their heart. Touch their minds. Come, Lord. Come to every campus. Come with this worldwide kingdom revival. Come. Bring those gifted ones, Lord, that were called from their mother's womb. No doubt, Lord, some of them are pastors. Some are evangelists, some are prophets, some apostles, some intercessors. My replacement might be in that group. Pour your spirit out. Let the young champions rise that will steward your word, that will live your life that will live it before the world, that won't compromise. Let them rise. Let them rise, Lord, as young mothers and fathers. Let them rise and be lights in the schools, lights in the culture, lights in society, lights in government. You have great plans. Release those plans. Release those plans. Release those plans. Release those plans in them. You said all flesh. He said you would even give dreams to the old ones. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come, Holy Spirit. Come with a wind like this world has never seen. Come with a fire like it has never seen. Come in a purity like we've never seen, come demonstrating your power. Pour out power from on high. Pour out power from on high. 
more of your glory, Lord. Let us see your glory at levels never seen before. love you Father we love you we love you Jesus love you Holy Spirit you are awesome you are awesome thank you for your love thank you thank you for mercy thank you Lord for kindness Thank you, God. We love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. I remember at the summit praying a line that I think just applies. Just came up out of my spirit. I knew it was the Holy Spirit. I prayed it then, I decree it today, but I heard him say, sin is no match for my mercy. It's no match. No, sin is no match for his mercy. It's no match for his loving kindness. No match for his love. He's going to reach him. Champions are rising. Hallelujah. We must be those. I must be. I must be. We must be. Those who pray this, protect this. Never make it about us. Just keep it about Him. Whatever He wants to do, however He wants. Has to be that way. Let that be your heart, not just this morning, but every day. May he, may, may he hear your heart tomorrow. Pray for some colleges today, tomorrow. Pick out one. Maybe you'll be an intercessor for a certain one. Pick them out. Declare. It's coming. Hell can't stop it. I really did feel like I heard your replacement will come out of this. 
I hope it's not next week, but <laughs> I have prayed. You don't know how many times I've prayed for Titus, for Timothy to come. Most of my friends are praying the same prayer. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming with white hot fire. And we're going to mentor them. We're going to train them. And then we'll go to heaven and let them have it. Amen. All right. Thank you for praying with me today. Keep praying. And uh, we'll just, just believe for great and awesome things. Probably accelerate a lot more this week. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Bless you. Thank you. And we will talk to you Wednesday night. Bless you.